everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is March 20th, 2023. I think people often ask me. What do they ask you? Is it working? It's working. I'm shaking my head because I don't want to hear bullshit. Oh, well, people ask me so many times, Jeff, of all your redeeming qualities, what do you feel is the strongest? David stops me in my tracks because there's so many to go through. But number one, I would say is my patience. Oh, my God. I am the most patient guy in San Diego except for tonight. When like every other goddamn day, Dave goes, I don't know what's going on. I swear to God, Dave, I swear to God, I've never seen anybody worse of than running you. equipment. Yeah, that's true. Why don't you watch a YouTube video? Hey, you know what, fucker? I'm like John Stockton. I shoot like 94%. I don't fuck this up all the time. Every time. No way. I don't know what happened. Hang on. Let me unplug you jinxed it. it. Is everything plugged in? I swear. It's the only time this show should be on YouTube I watched Laura Kane. Yeah. Laura Kane told me the other day about getting high in the Walmart parking lot before Jeff and Jer. <laughs> That's how bad that show was. That she had to get high. Hey, you ask her. All I know is I ended up at that Walmart and I go, hey, I'm at the Walmart in Murphy Canyon. Is this where you got high? She oh, goes, yeah. No way. I go, do you know the exact parking spot? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow. That's cool. Uh, all I know is, wait, wait, wait. she got mean, high cool. down there doing illegal drugs. Yeah. But guess what? Laura Kane After Dark gets on the air every night. No issues. That's her, true. Eric, whoever else is down there. No problems at all. You, to the best of my knowledge, didn't do any drugs no. in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> but my God, every night I start to wonder. All right. You no, know, it's funny. She told us that story here mm-hmm. when she was on our show. How do we, one question we didn't ask her, were you ever afraid of getting caught, like getting arrested? I We we should bring her back. I mean, wouldn't that, she, that would have freaked me out more than anything, getting getting caught, like in the back of your mind. It's one thing to know you're getting fucked up and wasting your money. Yeah. But dude, the fear of getting arrested, because with her, it's in the newspaper. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. She told me a story and she's told this story on her, uh, on her podcast, but I talked to her for a long time last week, checking in on her. Yeah. This could only happen to her. And for all of you that are like, man, I had a bad day. Hang on. Yeah. Think about Laura's day. So this was like two weeks ago. She's using the bathroom. She stands up and passes out. And she passes out and hits her head. And did you see that gash yeah, on did. her it head? It looked terrible. She had a huge like hematoma with about an inch long gash in her forehead. Yeah. She has a brand new roommate. At the house where you and I were. Yeah, brand new roommate. And she said her roommate found her bleeding. With her pants down? With her pants down. Oh, Christ. She's going to win in the booth style? Yeah. Oh, boy. I go, God damn. Some people have all the luck. Right? (laughs) And, uh, but what bothered me. How long was she out for, did she say? She was out for a while. Shit. She had a severe concussion. Yeah. To the point that she tried to do a show and they called somebody that she had met on some app. She's on all of them. And then she told me five days later, yeah. she comes in and she goes, hey, we should call the guy from the app. And they go, are you kidding around? She said, no. And they said, we did it last show. She said, Jeff, I did not remember. Wow. But what upset me was we talked about it when she was here. She went into rehab when we were at Free FM, yeah. and her sobriety syncs up with my son's 
16 years yep. for Laura. Uh, Jack and Kate will be 16 in November. And people said to her, did you relapse? And I said, oh, man, fuck. that really bugged me. Right? And yeah. she took it and was cool about it and said no. But I'm like, for those of us that know her and love her and are proud we're there before, I mean, she was calling us on Free FM. She was in a whole lot of hurt. We've yeah. talked about that. And then we've watched her journey and become pretty close. She was one of my closest friends. Yeah. But it bothered me. And I told her, I said, that bothered me when people would think that's what happened. I, I you know, you're a little bit of a maniac. I don't know who stands up and falls over and crashes. And I go, you can stop showing everybody your goddamn forehead. Uh, can you see this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dusty roads. We could see it. But, um, but why, yeah, why did she gonna... pass out? Did they say just, just she stood up too fast and got lightheaded? Yeah. And so, uh, she was in the hospital. Yeah. She's run a bunch of tests. She's been doing everything. So she's on the way back. She's got an incredible attitude like she always has. But, uh, but yeah, man, she, it was great. I hadn't talked to her since it happened. And yeah. We got caught up. She said to tell you, Hey, but, um, yeah, I mean, when she was here, we talked so much radio. Yeah. And we kind of, we hit on that a little bit. But I, that story, Dave, I think is pretty wild. Oh, about, it is. About what she was going through at that time. Because you're right. I mean, she talked about when on the show that she did with us, waking up in like a crack house. Yeah. And wondering what's going on. And, uh, and, I mean, she was on with Regis. She was, I mean, dude. She, she auditioned for the part before Kelly got it. Is that right? Yeah. Remember, Kathleen left the show, and they were yeah. trying other people out. She was one of the people they tried out. We went to uh, we went to dinner at Duke's in La Jolla yeah. about a month ago. Yeah. And she's got a whole lot going on career-wise and sorting it out and doing different things. So I go and I get us this table because I know she's, you know, she's not having the best go of it. So I said, all right, let's go to La Jolla. We'll go have dinner. She goes, ah, oh, that'd be great. So we go and we get this table. We're outside. Beautiful, man. Right on Prospect. It's beautiful. I was there today. We're at Dukes or just no, on Prospect? in La Jolla. Right there on Prospect. Yeah. So we go and I'm talking to her and she's telling me some of the things that are going on work-wise. Yeah. And she just starts crying. Oh, fuck. Right? And I said, you know, I bet people think I'm just being a real... You're breaking up with her. <laughs> Break up with her and she's hot. And uh, I told her, I go... Or firing her, one of the two. Yeah, just I didn't renew her contract. Yeah. She didn't get fired. She just didn't get her contract renewed. <laughs> and I said to her, I go, hey, get your shit together. People think I'm Did being a real... Yeah. Get your shit together. People think I'm being a, a real asshole to you. And she starts dying laughing. So I'm like, okay, there we go. Now she's laughing. Hey, hi, everybody. Do my curtain call. Next thing you know, we talk a little bit more about the show. Now she's crying again. Oh, my God. Oh, God damn. I just told her I had an STD, and she's probably, you know, <laughs> I don't know what people are thinking. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. I'm the good guy here. They're like, look at this fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, that's what I'd be doing. She's got a huge fake rack. She's hot. <laughs> she looks great in this. Look at this fucking guy guy what's his jacket say who gives a fuck what's he saying to her that's making let's give her our nephew tommy's number you know let's give her dale's number yeah but uh, 
She'll come back in there. Uh, she oh should take God. me to dinner for putting me through yes. the mental stress oh that she put God. me through. When girls start crying, it's terrible. Oh, right but there it, at this table. To do it in public it is looked terrible. Like, I felt like Bob Sugar. <laughs> I felt like Bob Sugar. I took her to the nicest restaurant, fired her like he fired yeah. Jerry Maguire. Like, I didn't fire anybody. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's a fucking maniac, that kid. <laughs> I love her, man. She, she is. She's great. But I, I'll talk to her, Dave. And. If you ever want to bring her back and talk yeah, about no, that. She's, be- she's awesome. I Here's what's the interesting. I mean, two things went through my head as we heard the story again is one, I'd be afraid of getting arrested, like getting caught Two, yeah. and the embarrassment that would come with it. I mean, it's bad enough to be arrested, but to be arrested right. publicly would be horrible. But the other part is when you're doing morning radio, yeah. You are literally and, and the it, number one show in town. No, well, number one show in soccer town, soccer mom show. But you remember when you're doing morning radio? I know people don't will not understand. You are so exhausted. Oh yeah, like you are literally fighting to get every possible second of sleep that you could get to know that you're giving that up to get there early to do drugs. Yeah. Think about it. I mean, she's probably sacrificing thirty minutes of sleep. Yeah, which, which I, you don't have. Yeah, which you. Which well, you it's like four yeah. and a half. Yeah, it's an, it's a nut. It's nuts. But man, good for her that she's doing really well right now. I'm sorry that yeah. she split her head open. I, she does a great job covering it because it's been a short time and I have trouble seeing where the mark was. She looks great. She yeah. looks fantastic. Dude, she's she's such a uh, she's such a good person. Yeah, you know she really is. She's a great friend. She's incredibly funny, and she's just looking to grow. Laura Kane after dark and uh she's pretty fearless on that show and and but she's got two kids that are off at college and and doing her thing man but yeah if you were there that night at Dukes I didn't do anything sir I was not Bob Sugar when Uh, they when they finally gave you your check and it was time to go how happy were they were the were they that you guys left I mean, sort of God, if you're the manager, you're like, oh, fuck me. This guy is not good for the restaurant. You know? I don't know. And I Think probably, about it. You know what's funny, Dave? It's even worse because I was probably laughing a lot. Her feelings on laughing. Because she's telling me yeah. these stories and I'm laughing. The people at the table next to you just oh on their phone God. on Yelp ripping the fuck out of Dukes. <laughs> the atmosphere was shit. <laughs> yep. Hey. They haven't do anything to this asshole. He's just over here, this gorgeous girl <laughs> is ripping her, and she's crying. And, and was it, it was it soft crying, like just wiping her eyes, or is there like did she like lose her breath crying? No, no, no. It wasn't like that, but it wasn't that. It's just when I mean you've been through a lot, and and it just kind of caught up with her. Yeah. And the cool thing is. Like she's there with a friend that gets it because you and I have have been in that business yeah. and understand the whole drill and get it and talking, but it's just man, it beats you down and it gets to you. Yeah. So no, it wasn't it wasn't that, but it was a good one, man. She got it out of her system. But then I was like, you know me, it's all yeah. about me. Yeah, of course. Hey, I'm sorry you feel bad, but fuck people. What if I know somebody here? <laughs> and then I was like, well, if I know somebody here, they're probably like, hey, he's with Laura Kane. Yeah. Worst things could happen, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we should bring her back and have her tell that story. All right, got a question for you. Sure. Are you watching uh, any of the World Baseball Classic? 
I have not watched as much as I have wanted to. I definitely enjoyed watching the kid from Japan pitch today. 19 of his first 20 pitches over 100 miles an hour. See, I did not see the Holy game shit. until the last at bat. That's when I walked in the house. The and that's very last the one I missed. Oh, wow. Yeah, I missed the end. I went out to the car to catch it on Sirius, and it was over. Yeah. But incredible. Incredible. And... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many people are really into it. I mean, Trey Turner the other night, that's insane. That was fun to watch. Crushing Cuba yesterday is insane. Yeah. And then and now tomorrow comes down to Japan and USA. I'm excited for that. This is the part I think about the United States that we miss out on. You know, we're always consumed with like our bubble. You know yeah. what I mean? What's going on here? And what goes on here is the only thing that counts. The rest of the world I don't think looks at it that way from from what you understand. And so when I when I you sit there and you look at this and you wonder exactly is this a success, the numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, I mean like Super Bowl numbers. Yeah, people are watching around the world. And then you have guys like Keith Olbermann. You got to get rid of it. It's a dumb right. exhibition. Shut up. Then the United States should bail out if that's the way the United States actually felt. But that's not what's going on. Everyone who's playing in this thing, whether it's you're a player or a coach or on another team, yeah, I've said this is the best baseball of their lives. They've uh, never experienced anything like this. This is in Miami. Yeah. It's loud as can be, yeah. And it's it's one of those that's insane. One of the kids who plays on my high school baseball team didn't show up today because they flew to Miami to watch today's game and oh, watch tomorrow's game. Oh wow! And they're like, we, we want to be part of it, yeah. And it's probably going to cost a ton of fucking money, yeah. But the dad and son said, "Fuck it, we want to be a part I of this." Love and that. they left. I'll I'll tell you this: I cannot think of an international competition. Right, yeah. first thing that comes to mind is the Olympics. You know what? Maybe maybe the most recent World Cup. Yeah, the I agree with that. In the sense that, Dave, we're watching two countries that are not USA, and I'm openly cheering for both teams because I'm enjoying the event so much. Like tonight with Japan and Mexico, going back and forth, back and yeah. forth. I, I didn't have a dog in the hunt, but, uh, man, I loved it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. And excited for Team Mexico. And, and all the excitement, Benji Gill, right? Yeah, right down the street, Castle Park High School. And then, uh, but then for Japan with you, Darvish, yep. and watching those guys go back and forth. But I mean, when uh, I saw a little bit of Venezuela and the Dominican and that game where you're like, oh, this is just, it was, it was. just great. And I mean, you and I were here. I think we were watching like Great Britain and Australia. Yeah, we did. And, uh, and that was really fun. And like I said, the World Cup final, uh, watching that yeah. with Cade and, and just being into it, not not really have a rooting interest, just enjoying the event. But that, for me, I haven't seen as much of it as I wish I could have just for schedule-wise. But um, what I've seen, I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I, th I think it's been exciting. I, I don't know. I think it's a lot of fun to watch the players. I think it even makes them because, like, right now, Josh, uh, excuse me, Jeff and I are watching a spring training game. And I understand it's spring training. But there, yeah. you know what? One of these games in the middle of May is going to feel like a spring training game as oh, far yeah. as the level of excitement. For guys who are veterans and been around the game for a long time, I think it renewed their energy in baseball again. Yeah. Right. And, and look, I understand you're making $30 million a year. It is different going out. Sure. And you could feel the crowd. It's like Padre players and Philadelphia Philly players saying when we're playing in our home park and the excitement, you could feel the energy. And so it, it, it is a big deal. It is exciting. And for the fans, you and I have discussed this a bunch of times on the show when we watched the Caribbean series. Yeah. You wish that you had that same energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you said you've seen soccer games in London. Oh, yeah. And the energy is just different. We just kind of sit back and cruise and fucking tweet and do whatever else. But these people, it's a huge party and a huge event. 
The one thing that I could think of um, that matches up, maybe not with the amount of depth across rosters, yeah. but for me, it's Olympic hockey. Because Olympic hockey, you have teammates that get split up with USA and Canada, USA and Sweden, USA and Russia. Yeah. And that's a pretty passionate game. And and if Canada wins, man, there's a whole lot of talking going on. They know when they get back, there's talk going on in that room, and they want it bad. Now, that you can say, well, Olympic gold medal is a little different than the World Baseball Classic. All I would say, Dave, is I feel like the intensity, you know, level of baseball has been a little sloppy sometimes, but all right, look where we are on the calendar. I, I've enjoyed it. Is, and that's why, like, tomorrow night, we'll do a show tomorrow, but we'll go late because yeah. um, I'll be able to watch the first couple innings at work in and around projects, wink, wink, <laughs> and uh, and then a quick drive down to La Mesa and then watch the end of it, and then I'll come down here after that. It's um, it, it should be fun. Again, uh, Japan, United States, I was surprised the United States made it this far just because I don't think they had the pitching. I found it interesting that Nick Martinez – isn't there like a Nick Martinez, right? Came back yeah. to, to, uh, to Arizona to get ready, you know? Wow. And he's thinking, man, you're, you're to the a point in your life that you would never forget. If you win, yeah. you'll never forget it. I mean, yeah. fuck it's, uh, it just, it's interesting to watch a couple things. When you look at the Padres with guys with the WBC is that Nick Martinez got a chance to play in this. And this thing did, was a shorter time span than I anticipated. I didn't yeah. realize the whole thing's only about 10 days. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, oh, it's going to be a two, three week deal. It's ten days. That's it. It's like March Madness is actually shorter than than what you think. But in in two different places yeah. on the globe, yeah, which is pretty wild. So you you get this whole thing together, and so for the Padres, like you, Darvish, I don't think he's going to make a start in spring training. It's bad. Man. Sounds crazy. It's really like bad. They aren't stretched. He's not stretched out, right? Yeah, he's throwing two innings. Yeah, and he Pods got, are not happy, and you no. can't blame them. It's the first time I've ever heard Bob Melvin upset. Yeah. Then you have, of course, Joe Musgrove had the accident with the kettlebell on his toe. Yep. And then you have Nick Martinez, who didn't get the work that he would normally get. Right. And you're going, well, fuck, the season starts, what, on March 30th? Right? Yeah. Yeah, a week from uh, Thursday. Yeah. And you're going, fuck, are we ready to go? Are we ready to start the 162 games we thought would be? Are we going to be two weeks behind everybody else? Uh, Yeah. I mean, a couple of arms yeah. there, and it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes you wonder what they would do moving forward. I think position guys, right? Soto, Machado, Tatis, these kind of guys will probably be allowed to go. Uh, I'll be really interested. And Dave, you know what? You and I talked last week about pitching for USA. Yeah. Maybe that's why you see the rotation that you do for that. And guys like Wainwright, Nick Martinez going, because maybe other teams are like, bullshit, we're getting ready for the regular season. And I guarantee you, you Darvish will be the example the teams use uh, in three years when it's back, right? Or when's it back? It's back. In, is it two? They're moving it up because of because they. they I think the it's twenty six. They're back. Okay, is it really? I thought it was sooner. Is I thought we heard twenty six okay. the other day, but um, but I think teams will look at you Darvish and be like, yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. You can't have an ace throw two innings over ten days when we're trying to build him up, and so yeah. I mean, maybe that's where you see Adrian Morone gets the chance to go, right? And using the current roster as an example. Guys that you may not be as worried about getting full innings, but 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Is it? God, there's so many different things. Like almost if I was a player, let's say like Darvish. Yeah. 38 years old, whatever the hell he is. And I go, man, it's really important to me. Yeah, guess what and else you know is what? important? I want you to, World Series. And guess what? I'm going to write it in my contract that I get to play in the WBC. So you can fuck off. No, you know what? You? Yeah. Because I know you got this. You you can fuck off. Hang on a second. This is me. Can you hear this? That's me scratching it out of your contract. No mas. <laughs> no mas. Did you say no mas to a Japanese guy? Yeah. Everybody remembers Roberto Duran. I get Who's your Who's your dumbest friend? I got a bunch of them, but I'm probably right there with them too. So I got a bunch of them. My buddy Boom, yeah, might be the dumbest guy I've ever met in my life. Now I want all of you to think about who your dumbest friend is. And then this is my buddy Boom. Uh, He sends me a note, yeah, that one of my all-time favorite fighters, Roberto Duran, is appearing at that bookstore where I saw Garv. Yeah, and he's going to be up there. Um, April 22nd, signing autographs uh, with Michael Spinks. Really? Both guys. So my buddy Boom said, hey, what do you think? You want to go see Hands of Stone? I go, dude, that'd be incredible. And my buddy goes, uh, I wonder where I can get a Hearns Durant poster. I go, Hearns Durant? Tommy Hearns knocked him out in the second round. You think he'd sign that? I go, why the fuck would you ask him to sign it? <laughs> hey, I want you to sign your worst moment. I go, you want to bring the fucking... Uh, yeah, you want to bring him orange juice too for stomach cramps? Yeah, you want to bring him the No Moss poster? <laughs> hey, fuck. You going to ask Michael Spinks to sign the Mike Tyson poster? Hey, what, what is going on with you? Why don't you let him just do it? Why don't you just fucking do it? Because I'd be there with him, and I don't want to be embarrassed in front of one of the all-time great heroes, Roberto Duran. Dude. What do you say? Ah, yeah, you're probably right. Did he, no, he realize yeah. that it was a good point? Yeah. That's funny as fuck. I was just like, what in the... F- <laughs> what? Yeah, let's bring him that poster, right? Like, I don't know. The guy's been involved. The one I'd love to get yeah. is the old school Madison Square Garden square yellow where he beat Davey Moore. Nobody gave him a chance. But you want to know why nobody remembers that night, Dave? Yeah, I don't either. Because on the undercard was when uh, Louis Resto, remember Louis Resto, the story of Louis Resto? They did the HBO documentary. Louis Resto is the guy that took the padding out of his gloves against Irish Billy Collins. I do. Oh my God, one of the worst things in the history of that sport. But that was the co-main event and and Roberto Duran came out. Davey Moore from New York City and the entire crowd was chanting for Duran against the hometown kid. That'd be like somebody at the sports arena cheering against Tony Bazooka DeLuca. What happened? <laughs> but it happened that night. But yeah, my buddy wanted to bring the Tommy Hearns bus. Oh, you should have set him up. So go ahead and do it. You should. Have if I wasn't go. going. Oh my gosh. But I want to go see Roberto Duran. Would How you go Roberto see Roberto Duran? No, I got nothing to say to Roberto Duran. I have no. Would interest. you go see Mike? Who are guys? You don't. You never leave the house anymore. Who did, would you actually leave, leave the house the, today? Ah, you left the house to go watch a bunch of kids. You know who I met today. Uh, Brett Boone. No, I've met Brett Boone a hundred times. Mm. The Hoach. Oh, he's great. I've met him and met his two kids. Uh, yeah. Did Liter- you- literally during the game. I left the third base box just to give him a hug, man. Aren't they great? Great kids. Great person, man. I, I, it was it made my day. Met uh, him at uh, the Who concert. And so you met him at the Who concert. They came to watch uh, Benita Vista play La Jolla today. Who? Wait. 
Might have been Pearl Jam. Okay. But uh, at one of the shows, it's say, I love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, that is that a was celebrity. Cool. See? There you go. Yeah. Uh, Saw Jason Miramontes also. Another good dude? Yep. You going to apologize to James Royal tonight? Holy fuck balls, dude. That's you crazy. You fucked that over. I did not fuck that over. You how how fast over. did I say to drive? 100. 100 okay. for 100. Uh, yeah. And he was driving 97 and he got a ticket. Fucking guy. Maybe if you follow his directions, he'd been okay. Did you see what uh, Stevie Verissimo told him what the cops said? No, what he said. said, I learned a long time ago, <laughs> Jimmy Bettencourt, pay attention to this. What my man Stevie V says from Arizona. Stevie V said the cop taught him, eight is great, but nine, you're mine. <laughs> is that what he said? I like that one. That's a good line. Yeah. Eight, you're great, okay. but nine, you're mine. Oh, so I was good. like, shit, I got to make this drive on Thursday. Okay. So if the speed limit's 65, you can go 73, right? No, he's saying you can go 80. Oh, I thought you meant eight over the speed limit. No, he's saying you can go 80, I think. But once Are you, you sure? Bring, Fuck. Yeah. You just fucked the whole thing. I hope no. you get a ticket. I think he means eight miles an hour no. over the speed limit. So 73 is fine, but as soon as I go 74, I'm getting a ticket? Shut dude, up. I've had other cops tell me the same thing. Don't Who? go higher than 73. Were they Chula Vista cops? Oh, shit. Dude, where are you at right now? When Chula you Vista? fucking get pulled over and shit for no reason oh, at all because you run a big fucking mouth. <laughs> I was just going to say, they're the smartest cops in town. I'm like those dumb fucks in National City. Oh, shit. I got to go through there on my way up. <laughs> just start slandering. Now, let me tell yeah, you. The, fire, now, the firemen weren't too happy about our last show, by the way. Uh, I didn't say anything. You get lit anything. up on that one, too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you guys. Yeah, they weren't happy with that last one. Fuck you guys. Should go get a cat out of the tree. <laughs> Jesus. That was Jeff. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going Thursday. Oh, here's one, too, for you. Yeah. Here's a good little story for you. Okay. Uh, Thursday, we're driving over in the morning. Jack and I. What time are you leaving? Well, that's a funny thing. We're going to leave relatively early now because I got tickets for Thursday night. Probably by nine. Okay. Yeah. Don't because get stuck in morning traffic before you got to fucking drive five hours. It sucks. No, there's a uh, 605 game. Uh, Rangers Perfect. and A's. Okay. So we're going to go see Boach. Yeah. Text him tonight. Then, uh, so that's Thursday night. Friday, we see... Padres Angels. Okay. Saturday. Peoria or Tempe? Uh, in Tempe. Okay. Saturday. How, by the way, why did the Angels play in Diablo Stadium? Yeah. Sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Yeah. How can yeah. you be the Angels and play in Diablo Stadium? Uh, we want to go see the Pat Tillman statue. Okay. My son wants to see that. Where's that at? I don't even know. At ASU. Okay. Saturday, we see uh, Rangers pods okay. in Surprise. And then uh, this guy in town, you may be familiar with him. You're often showing pictures of a guy getting run off a bicycle or bike bicycle accidents. And who do you make jokes about? Dan Williams. Yeah. Yeah. You going to see Dan? Not going to see Dan, but guess <laughs> what Dan did for me? I have no fucking idea. Dan got me hooked up with tickets to see the Suns and the 76ers oh, Saturday sweet. night. There you go. Dan took care of that. So we're going that. And then Sunday, Dave, who I don't know. Who does Dan know? Don't worry about who Dan knows. Don't start texting him. I'm not texting him. I don't, I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not going to go see Joel Embiid. I'm not driving 10 oh, hours. Durant? Durant's not playing. He'll play. <laughs> Dan Williams came through like a legend. And then Sunday, I don't know. 
uh, what the call is. I don't know. If, I don't know. We were thinking about. I'd like to know, and and there's probably no way for you to find out. But yeah. if if Casey or or Julian were playing on Sunday, or if they're they'd probably already be Julian's probably back in minor league camp. No, no, Julian has a good. I mean, sorry, Julian. Yes, uh, Casey, he's in minor league camp. Yeah, I believe so. We we're just actually text. Let me look my phone real quick. Sorry, man. We we're texting. No, you're good. Walked in, and I um, didn't fucking write me. Um, he didn't write back. So I don't know where he's at. I think he's. I think he's in minor league camp. Casey, honestly, I think might have a chance. Might of, break. Might break uh, Dude, as the Giants' third baseman. He's hitting like 500 right now. I wanted to go watch them Thursday night, and the Giants' Guardians' yeah. Thursday night tickets are like 75 a ticket. It's crazy. Dude, I don't know what it is with the Giants, but everyone I know who tries to go to a Giants game says the Giants' games are all sold out. Yeah. Like, I, I got into the Ranger game, on th- yeah. so I got to go see the A's. Yeah. But we just want to see a game. Yeah. So we're back at the same stadium. I think I got in for like 25 a ticket. Fuck it. Brett Boone's uh, future son-in-law plays for days. Is, oh, is that right? Nick Allen, number two. Oh, nice. One okay. Francis Parker, who's uh, Brett's daughter's getting married to him in December. Oh, yeah. But, but he, uh, but yeah, he starts. Plays shortstop, second base for days. Dude, that'd be cool. Yeah. See Katze? Yeah, but, how about that? But really, just going to see Boach because I don't think we'll have much of a chance to see him on That's Saturday because cool. they they head out right after the game going home. Yeah, but uh, we're seeing that, and uh, but yeah, thanks to Dan Williams called me the other day said, "Hey man, you're in." Yeah. So we're going to see the Suns and Sixers. I don't know where we are in the building. I couldn't give less of a shit. I'm thrilled to be in. So going back in case people didn't follow along because we jumped ahead because we knew the ending. James Royal got a ticket. Yeah, okay, going 97. Yeah. And he got, he got, and when he sent it to me, I was like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, he got. Then I laughed a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Then I felt bad. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Did I've never, knock on wood, I've never gotten a ticket there doing the same damn thing. You see all the guys that said all the other bad advice you've Horrible. given them? People get a little crazy. Like some of the shit, yes, I've, I've said some terrible things. And it was done raining. Yeah. Then, then I'm one fucking that started the pandemic. I mean, and the whole fucking thing. Next thing <laughs> you know, I'm Fauci, dude. You fucking guys. <laughs> It's you, crazy fuck you guys. Stories. Maybe it's you. There's, do you guys slander the fuck out of me? I'm telling you. <laughs> you. You ruin everything. Jeez, ruin everything. Where the fuck is uh where the fuck is this thing? For James. Dude, look at look at this shit, dude. Just what his James ticket? My, my guy. No, not his ticket. The tickets you've seen before. Um I did feel bad. I don't know what he got. So he goes to look at this shit. He goes to Arizona. All right. He's like me, he likes tobacco, all right? Oh yeah. Oh, do you right. load up? Dude, load up. Look at that shit. Okay, look at this. And then, look. hold on. This is a whole nother picture. Did he buy you any? No, he asked me if I need it. I don't need any. But look. Dude, he has, I'm not joking. This is a Christmas tree of Copenhagen. Wow. That's two of them. I was like, look at this son of a bitch. He's my hero. That's like $1,000 worth of tobacco. Dude, that is a <laughs> He's asked yeah. me. He goes, do you need any? He goes, no, I'm good. Thanks. But... When he showed me he got the ticket, he said the cop was cool. They wrote a little bit less, so he didn't lose his car or his license. Well, that's good. So how far, are you, how fast are you willing to drive? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Okay, here's the deal. You're going to get on the road. I'm not joking. And it's going to be you and one other car for 100 miles. Yeah. Like, you're going to want to go. Dude, what the fuck are we doing, Jack? <laughs> Jack, like, what are we doing? Yeah, we got to go. Like, you're, you're going to gun it. Uh, from Mile High Padre wrote this today. Look at Dave's take on anything. They're horrible. Especially his Charger buns. No one listens to him to agree. They listen to do the opposite. <laughs> I don't know who's worse, him or Cilio. Oh, that 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 bothers me. 
Why? Dan's been cool. nice to us. That Dan's been cool to me, but I know people don't like Dan, so that one that one kind of hurts. Uh, Bill Ansel. This surprises anyone. How? His taste in teams he supports is legendary. Not surprised that he copied your winning team, though. Exactly right. I copied Alabama? Yeah. Okay. Oh, this was a good one, too. Hang on. Do you see this one? No. I got this one. I've been kid. gone since 1230 today. Like, literally just walked in. This was a nice tweet. I wanted to thank Dave Reed. Sent me a really nice message. I like Dave Reed. Dave Reed's great. Hang on. Uh, let me find this. God damn it. I should have had this saved. But where do you guys have to be? None of you have to be anywhere. Uh, Dave Reed. To Jeff. To Jeff. Thanks for the recommendation of Grand Slam Pizza. Went today for lunch and was not disappointed. My diehard Padres fan daughter had to eat with her eyes closed, but said this is her new favorite pizza place in San Diego. Dave, you're very welcome. He's saying that because there's a ton of Dodger shit in there. Yeah, but he's he's yeah. thanking me. Yeah, that's great. You've never been. That's the way it always goes. By the way, if the Padres win this year, the employees have been given permission to paint the place uh, brown and gold. Oh, we want a part of that. How about that move? We want a part of that. You want a part of that. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah. You go up there. I'm not uh, fucking painting. But Dave, you're you're welcome. Yeah. I saw that. I started <laughs> laughing. Yeah, so Grand Slam Pizza. Isn't that you said it's up by RBV? Dude, it's right there. It's like literally Off less than a half mile. I don't know, dude. It's like I'm not going back up there for at least a year. Two years, because it's home and away usually. Ah, uh, fuck. It. All right, we'll go check it out, though. Yeah, I was in La Jolla today, dude. I haven't been to La Jolla in forever. One, because I, I always hate having to deal with parking and everything else. But um, it was great. Yeah. Well, it was, it Where was, were you? La Jolla High School, just because we, we, oh, okay. we played them in, in baseball today. But it was, uh, it's the most unusual place if you're a high school coach, because you, when you're coaching third base, you just look to your right, and you're looking right at the Pacific Ocean. The view Ocean. was pretty amazing. It, it's It's insane. It's uh, it's just so different playing baseball in Southern California compared to other places where people are freezing and have to deal with snow. We were dealing with a lot of rain, which obviously I told you guys there's no more rain two weeks ago. Won't stop fucking raining. But here we are. There you go. So no, it was uh, it was it was a good time. There's someone else I had to fucking tell you too. Someone else I ran into that knows you. I uh, can't remember. Fuck so it. today I had a very funny experience. Yeah. And I think Dave, it's because I grew up here. Okay. And growing up here. Being a sports fan, we've talked about this. We talked about it when he was in, but uh, I had a funny text exchange today with Ted. Leitner? Yeah, because... I'd asked. I wasn't sure you were talking about the San Diego chicken. Uh, Teddy Giannolis. Okay. I, I love Teddy Giannolis. Okay. I, didn't, I had to make sure which Ted Dude, we were talking Teddy about. Teddy Giannolis is a good... Use last names next time, asshole, when you tell a story. <laughs> Teddy Giannullis is a good, good dude. I told you, I saw him. I haven't seen him in years, but I saw yeah. him in Chicago at the How, National. How's he not end up on that Sully show on the Saturday? Fuck yeah. Why is Tommy <laughs> hate the chicken? <laughs> dude, dude, Teddy G, I see walking around the convention center in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Ted, how you doing? Uh, my feet hurt, Jeff. <laughs> ah, little chicken feet. Yeah. You know, laughing. I'm good. My feet hurt. I go, yeah, this fucking place rough, brother. But this to me, Dave, is just so goddamn funny. And it's because uh, a friend of ours, Don Winslow, has a new book out. He did a three-part series. Yeah. City of Angels. I'm sorry. I cannot stop thinking about the San Diego chicken's feet. I know. I never thought about it once until you just said that. Now I can't stop thinking going, is he barefoot inside that fucking chicken suit? Dude, I've and got. And no wonder his feet fucking Why hurt. don't we bring Teddy in here? 
Yeah, go ahead. That'd you want me to call Ted? Can you imagine if we had Boltman sitting in one chair and Teddy G in the other chair? Let me tell you one thing about the chicken. Shut up. <laughs> what? Is he going to talk to me? No, you little fuck. Oh, come on. Come on, Jeff. It's hot in here. Yeah, it's going to be fucking worse when I start slamming. Hey, I felt that. <laughs> hey, Jack, you remember that time when you came out of the egg? You shut your fucking mouth <laughs> over there. Told you to come down and watch. Okay. Oh, my God, dude. That guy. Can you imagine you're driving down the road and you just look over and the fucking bolt man sitting there driving his car? He's kicking little rocks down the street. Deep. Let me in. Everybody loves me. Look at my big smile. Deep. Fuck off. <laughs> that guy speaking to city council is the funniest guy to get to the Oh. Dude, it was the most ridiculous, so San Diego thing I've ever seen in my life. Thank you all for giving me this opportunity to speak about my balloon charger. Who? The charger. My name is Boobin. Uh, Sir, can you do us a favor and be a little bit more clear? Why do you wear sunglasses in here? I wear sunglasses because it's an official part of my Boobin uniform, which, by the way, is up for sale. You can buy it out for $474,000. That <laughs> was a crazy price. Remember that? But guess what? Inside, it smells like Aquavelta. <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. I'm selling my Boltman suit for like $400,000. Okay. $400,000, but if you've got cash, $385,000 and a letter of recommendation. I am available for cameos, too. Shut up. Ooh, coming in hot. Coming hot. That guy. I cannot. That's 100% for my boy T-Shirt Tech. Hey, fuck that guy. T-Shirt Tech. Guess what? Listen, there's a podcast. Fuck you. Fuck you, T-Shirt Tech. Don't you want to buy my suit? Bring Teddy G in here. That's fine with the man. Dude, the I, chicken? I, I'd love to have the San Diego chicken in here. I'd love to San Diego chicken to drive up to my house, yeah. get out of his car, and drive and walk into my house so my neighbors could see. The funny go, thing the is, fucking San Diego chicken just walk into that guy's house. Yeah, man, I am fucked up on not too many drugs. <laughs> I swear to God, I saw. Can you imagine <laughs> the neighbors? The chicken driving. Neighbors fucking high as a kite, just going, "Oh my God!" I just saw the San Diego chicken walk in that dude's house. What if Teddy got road rage too? <laughs> You start chucking no eggs at your car. No one's afraid. Dude. <laughs> chicken throwing eggs. Yeah. He's just chucking. <laughs> what else is he chucking? Pez? Or not Pez. Or the peeps? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, all right. Yeah, uh, call him up. Yeah, dude, he's great. He is great. It just make me laugh my ass off. If we're Yeah. If I'm just sitting there looking at this dude to my right, and he's when a guy to chicken No, suit. he just come down a track suit. Oh, my God. I gotta make him dress up. Dress the part. We made the guy named Topless Golf Team fucking come and take their clothes off. Yeah. Teddy's suit was at uh, the Breitbart. I wonder yeah. if he got that back. I guarantee he has more than one, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll track him down. Baseball Bunch. Remember who's on that? Yeah, dude. He, I'm telling you. He is a fucking good dude, man. He's really cool. 
All right. Uh, you know, uh, Andy Strasberg yeah. is his guy now. So every, is that uh, right? Yeah. But yeah, he was great when I saw him in Chicago. How old is he now? Dude, he has to be in his late 70s. Dude, he's got it. That's the crazy thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 70. Got it right. He's older than that, I bet you. You don't think so? I don't know, man. Fuck. Yeah. I like, I like thinking that. Yeah. I oh. love him. Dude, he's still out there. Yeah. Still grinding. Still with the Lonnie Anderson poster. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's great. All the little kids yeah. taking a leak. Taking a leak on the umpire. Dude, I want to ask him. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna find okay. him. Yeah. And uh we'll bring him in. Because he'd it. be great. I because I'll he knows we love him. Yeah. No, yeah. do it. Um no, growing up here yeah. and watching Leitner and getting to be friends with him, yeah. they're still pretty funny. Yeah. But there's a guy named Don Winslow. Who I got to know a little bit. And Don started off writing a couple of cool books. Yeah. I always tell you guys, the Dawn Patrol takes place. It's a retired cop that becomes a PI who yeah. lives in the cottages on Crystal Pier. The book's great. Yeah. But then Don went from like this mellow beach read like that and Gentleman's Hour, which is the follow-up. Yeah. This guy, Boone Daniels. Then he starts writing this intense shit like Power of the Dog, which takes, it's all about the cartels. Yep. That became a three-part with the cartel on the border. He's written a bunch of other shit. And I got to know him a little bit. I was telling Matt Coyle, Ted finds out, Leitner finds out yeah. that I'm Winslow's friend. I know him. Yeah. Not like Don and I go to Patty's Cafe for breakfast, but we know each other. Uh, Jeff, hey, fire me Winslow's number. I'm going to have him up to the booth. Okay. I don't have his number. Ted, to this day, doesn't believe that I don't oh. have Don's number. Oh, don't want to share. I, Which is the funniest shit in the world which to me. Which pisses people off. Yeah. Yeah. I, if this I guy's had, I'd give his number. To, yeah. Right. So I tell this to Coyle. Coyle starts laughing because nobody's got his number. I go, well, tell Ted. But this is what was cool. Don wrote a book last year, first part of a, a trilogy yeah. called City of City on Fire. Wild book. Really good. Ted Leitner texts me six months ago. Hey, you read City on Fire yet? I go, fuck, I got to go get it. He goes, don't worry about it. I got it. You're going to love it. I'm sending it to you. Now, that's where 14, 15-year-old me just starts laughing. Yeah, like how did this happen? Right, yeah. but Ted sends me the book. Yeah. Now, Winslow is coming to Warwick's in La Jolla on the 18th of April. So I go, okay, now I can take care of two birds with one stone. Yeah. So I text Ted today. I go, by the way, you fucking killed it over the weekend. He was so good. Yeah. Really crushed it on behalf of the Aztecs. But I said, hey, April 18th, the Tuesday night, you want to go to Warwick's? I'll introduce you to Don. And I go, plus, I'll buy your book. I'll buy yours since you sent me uh, City on Fire. Yeah. I'll get it covered. We'll get it signed. It'll mean a lot. You write to me back. He goes, hey, I appreciate the nice words. He goes, I'll let you know. He goes, let me see what's going on because I think we're going. So, and I think there, that'll be really fun. All right. If you were a betting man, would he... Uh Will he go? I think Ted's coming. Okay, good. But even if he doesn't, if he can't go, I'm still going to go. I'll get yeah. the book signed for Ted. Okay. 
and I'll send it off to him. There you go. Yeah, because Don's a champion, That's and cool. I, and I haven't seen Don in uh, I haven't seen Don in about a year. How about Will Myers who said a home run in the game? Did I love the fact that uh, all the fans saw him and gave him ovations and stuff, and he said it meant a lot to him. Yeah, again, this is why Padre fans are Padre fans. Well, they're not the ones who signed him to the extension. Yeah, come on. Did he underachieve like a motherfucker? That's a Preller problem. That is a Preller problem. But you guys treat him like he was getting Reggie Jackson. Fuck. It's a disappointment. Reggie Jackson on Stern Wednesday. That's right. I heard the promo. (laughs) Yeah. That's going to be good. That'll be good, right? Mr. October, that'll be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. All right, uh, real quick, what's your takeaway on uh, March Madness? Um. Okay, two things I, I learned about March Madness. All right, normally, as I said, when we made our brackets, I said, I picked a shitload of upsets. Mm-hmm. Pick, trying to pick an upsets might be the dumbest thing you could possibly yeah. do. why'd you do that? Because I thought I was going to gain major points. Other uh, thing, don't listen to other people. So I look, at, I look at everyone, like as I said, I watched a lot of basketball, a lot of games I'm looking at, I'm going, Miami's the team. Well, I didn't take Miami. I went against Miami. You know, I watched a lot of ECC basketball. And I'm going... This team is better than that team. This and I'm saying, but you know what? I heard an expert who all he does for a living is to follow college basketball. Who was that? I don't remember which guy. But Jay it, Billis, who told you go Duke the whole oh, way. Fuck, dude. And I had Duke in the final four. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was happy to see Duke lose. I fucking hate Duke. But I'm I'm sitting there going, why would I ever do this? I've never done this before. And not saying I would have won our bracket because I wouldn't have, but I would have done a lot better than I've done. My champion team is still in it for right now. And if they lose, they lose because they play San Diego State. You and I yeah. both had Alabama. My other guys, though, are all out. Three of my four Final Four guys are oh, out. Are they right? I had Texas A&M as one of my upsets. Oh, fuck. Because nobody picked Texas A&M yeah. for good fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. I picked Kansas, which I'm happy uh, Kansas yeah. is gone because I really would love to see UCLA get a road in. Yeah. I have Alabama, and I had Duke. Yeah. Alabama's the only one that's left. It's kind of a, a strange situation that Alabama's playing San Diego State. But my son, who's in Tennessee, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour drive. I said, dude, you got to go. Yeah. You know? He, he's not going to make it. Anyway. Because of work, he's not going to make it. But I was saying, that's pretty cool. I've never seen Alabama play San Diego State yeah, in anything. Right. So I, I, so it's uh, pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to see. And if San Diego State can win against Alabama, they got a pretty good road. Dude, incredible, they got a right? pretty good road to, uh, to, to make a legitimate run. I love that they had the, and, and we were not the only ones to say it, but the idea that they had that window all to themselves on Saturday morning yeah. was really cool. Yeah. And uh, Kevin Harlan... I thought really did a nice job and he had done the mountain West and I heard Ted on a couple of different shows talking about talking to Kevin Harlan. Yeah. And it sounded, I mean, you get it, Dave, when these guys are doing the tournament, a lot of these guys have never seen the team. They're going off press notes. They're trying to figure it out, especially when you're calling two or three games in the day. But Harlan, because he had done the mountain West tournament, you felt like he was pretty up to date on San Diego State and told the story to a lot of people that may not know Aztec basketball. And I thought that was great, man. And it was just incredibly exciting. You can only play the teams that fall in front of you. 100% right. And and they won. That's and listen, true. for an Aztec team that had not been out of the first round since what? Long time. Long time. Uh, we'll take every win they get. Yeah. And it was... Brian Dutcher is probably along with Steve Fisher, two of the nicest guys to ever come through this yeah. town. They run a clean program. They always have. They're guys that we like. They continue to win. 
But he needed that first win, and I was so happy for Brian Dutcher that he got those two wins. How can he not root for Brian Dutcher? I mean, the guy is, was Steve Fisher's right-hand guy forever. Look, he, I, I mean, he waited a long time for his opportunity where a lot of guys wouldn't have. The one thing we said was when that job came open, yeah. I was not oh, yeah, a huge fan. Oh, yeah, you were against it. So were you. I think I just said, yeah. Yeah, you fucking did the I right s- thing. You followed along. Yeah, I don't think like I, a stooge. I got up and stood on a stone and screamed for Oh, mountains. I did. You did. Yeah. Why aren't we interviewing other people? Other right? people might be more qualified than this cocksucker with the, the, who speaks in a high octave. And I was like, what's that supposed to mean? I never said that. Why does a this fine guy, cadence. Why is this guy always smiling with his outdoor voice? What the fuck? What's and I said, what? I didn't know that. I mean, fire another dip in. Listen, what? what are you talking about Isn't that about illegal now? in California? No, it is if you call the cops. Yeah, I will. <laughs> um, no, I did. I thought, did. I thought, hey, bring it in. But you yeah. know what? He's done a great job. <laughs> yes, you did. Good for him. And now you say he might go to Minnesota. Uh, I meant to text Posner today. Mark Ziegler put a weird thing in. Just put a weird... Do you think Jay keeps in touch with those guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, God dang it. Those guys don't want to hear from Jay. They're like, dude, you retired. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, Mark, it's Jay. Oh, again? Hey, what's up with uh, Dutcher? I don't know. You'll read it in the paper like everyone else, asshole. What? <laughs> you don't work here anymore. Stop calling. Who are you, Costa? Calling everyone at six and at, at 760? <gasps> Jesus, didn't you get your walking papers, dickface? I retired. Sure you did. What's that mean? Well, by the way, I had to call him. It means you're 62 years old. You by the way. People, people don't retire at 60. That's old man Canapa over here. Yeah, by the way, we, we both had to call him. Beat guy. <laughs> so, go ahead. So, no. You're going to retire. I'm going to hear what happens when you retire to Jay. Ziegler uh, put a thing in about Brian Dutcher going to Minnesota. Yes. And it was just weird. If you call this, man, I'm going to go. Good for I, well, you. No, I didn't call it. Okay. I, I would give full credit to Mark, 100%. Because Mark put it in. And Mark's not a guy that just throws random things out like that. Yeah. The Gophers should have hired Brian Dutcher two years ago. They should have. And Mark Coyle, the GM, got cute because Richard Patino could not recruit worth the shit yeah. locally. So instead of going with an established guy whose father had used to be the head coach at University of Minnesota, Brian Dutcher graduated from Bloomington Jefferson High School. His family still lives there. And instead, they went with a kid who was alumni, Ben Johnson, who apparently had ties locally. Well, all that Ben Johnson's done in two years is finished dead last in the Big Ten two straight years. And when you have P.J. Fleck with his bullshit, but at least he's winning games... (laughs) Uh, you can't have that. Yeah. Ben Johnson has not been fired as of tonight, but Brian Dutcher looked really good, and his San Diego State team looked really good. Sure did. Winning two games. His, yeah. his family still lives back there. It's the one job that they have a low buyout. And if the Gophers were smart, I looked it up today, Brian's 63 years old. I mean, Rick Pitino gets hired today at St. John's. Slick Rick back to the garden. Yeah. He's 70. Um, I mean, this would kind of be the time. But I I, they, I, would not take any credit for that. I didn't think. I thought they were just going to ride the wave with Ben Johnson for another year. And Mark Ziegler wrote it a couple of weeks ago. And I go, that would make sense, yeah. man. That would suck for the program for San Diego State. I mean, 
number one, his recruiting class has gotten better every single year. You know, he's, yeah. obviously you have guys that play hard. I mean, if you're another school and you're actually looking at Brian Dutcher, you're saying, man, this is the kind of basketball we want. Because no coach wants a coach effort. You don't have to coach effort with the guys who play for Brian Dutcher. Man, it's all out, 100%. They have depth. They aren't the best shooting team, but at the same time, man, they, they play hard. And when Alabama's sitting there talking about them, man, that's a really good defensive team. Yeah. And defense is all effort. And man, Brian Dutcher gets those guys to play hard for him. If they, now that they're Sweet 16 team, they're going to have a better chance for a better recruiting class down the line. And if they go to the Elite Eight, even better class. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, they're a school that people are looking at, which has always been weird to me that San Diego State wouldn't be at the top. More people apply to San Diego State than any other school in the nation. It's uh, it's it, Obviously, it's a dream city. The facilities are great. You would think that they would have you know top programs all throughout, but they don't. And so Brian Dutcher is a, a huge positive in that program right now. In the athletic department, I should say. So I don't know. One thing Kevin Harlan uh, did, Jeff, this weekend, and Jeff was posted a clip today about Kevin Harlan with the Virginia game. That was outstanding. The um, coach pointed this out. So I, we goof on coach. Or I goof on coach just because we love him. But in all sincerity, Kevin Harlan did something that coach pointed out. I didn't catch, and I was watching the games. Hmm. Anytime a kid came into the game, whether it was a giant lead, it was tw- out by 20, 30, whatever the hell it was, Kevin Harlan wasn't bullshitting about, you know, who you're playing next or whatever else. He made sure he said on the air every single kid who entered the game. And so, no, really? yes, yeah, and he know he did that on purpose. It's not one of those where I got nothing to talk about, so I'm going to name Joe Blow. Yeah. But to that kid and that kid's family, that meant yeah. something. That he, right there on national TV, he said, Jim Smith, sophomore from whatever, is in the game now. He let every, he let you know every That's time. That's pretty cool. One of those guys, that was a cool dude because as you just said, cool move. Because you just said a second ago, man, you got so many games and it's hard to yeah. get the storylines and know all the rosters and this and that and put time into it and be ready to be not embarrassed when you're calling a game on national TV. Good for Kevin Harlan. I, I love him. I know you do too. Yeah. Anybody locally, Darren's had him on a bunch of times. He'll come on. Yeah. He's engaging. He's really fun. Uh, you talk to him at Super Bowl or Radio Row. He's great there. And look at your phone right now as you're talking. Is he in your phone? Harlan? Yeah, he's in my phone, which is one of those. I was like, Kevin Harlan's in my phone. No, you know what? I he, bet he was in your phone. He's not in my phone, but I told you I've got an old school. That's where Teddy G is. Yeah. I've got an old school day planner where I kept everybody's numbers okay. that I used to throw in my bag all the time. And so he's in there. Yeah. I got him there. But... um. He was just so cool, and like I said, sometimes these guys, you would get them on, they'd be okay, and others, eh, they kind of go through the motions. But Harlan is just one of those guys where we always dug it. He came with, yeah. the, he was on a lot with us at ten ninety, and uh, and so when you watch that clip that I posted today, you rarely see footage of him in the booth. Yeah, and when you see. I mean, the end of that Virginia game, we haven't, we haven't had a show since then. Just watching that game was so incredible. Again, I was at work buried with projects, wink, wink, basically highlighting and using a Sharpie on the brackets. And I'm in my office watching that on YouTube TV. It's, what? Yeah. it's like 11 in the morning, and I'm screaming. It was so great. But when you see that clip of, of Stan Van Gundy and uh, Dan Bonner yeah. and Harlan, on the call, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. It's just it an absolute perfect call. I agree. Couldn't agree more. Now it's uh, 
Very, very exciting. March Madness, your final four. How many do you have left? Um, Marquette fucked me. Yeah. Were you doing well before that? Yeah, I was hanging in. Okay. I was hanging in. But uh, let's see. Hang on, I can tell you. Um, so I got Alabama. Oh, no, that's yours. Uh, shit. Somewhere I had my full bracket. Uh, I don't know. I posted somewhere. You can go find it. But I, on the left side of the bracket, I'm a wreck. Yeah. On the right, I'm somewhat decent. <laughs> I think I have five. I think I have five of my eight. Yeah. And then two of the four. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good, man. Alabama, Texas is still alive, right? Yep. Yep. I had them in. Alabama's still in. Marquette is out. Yeah. And then from lower region south. That's what killed me, man. The fact yeah. that Michigan State, I mean, Tom Izzo is built for this fucking tournament. I know he's yeah. only won one national championship, but holy shit, Tom Izzo does really well. Yeah. Had I not picked pick, yeah. pick USC over Michigan State. Oh, why, why do we do so many Idiot. things? Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I want to mention Dan Williams. Jeff just did a second ago as uh, Dan has helped him out with basketball tickets. I didn't realize he was a broker, but okay. Dan does a lot of things. <laughs> Dan's really good, and Dan's really good with money, and this is why you need to make sure you get in touch with Dan. Again, savewithdan.us. Check it out, savewithdan.us. I do have a big announcement, I told you during the show. Oh, yeah. All right, so hang through these commercials. i got a big announcement for you. Savewithdan.us. Also, don't forget about Savology. It's a free app. It's normally $100 service. It is free. Again, you can work with your retirement, your savings, a way to make your life easier and better. But most importantly, Dan wants to get you out of debt, help you get a hold of your finances. 858-688-6813. Yeah, I have to pay those bills, especially now. How many of us are getting ready? Dave, you got your income taxes done? I did them on uh, Saturday. Oh, you did? Good for you. Yeah. You're ahead of me. I can't, a- uh, I can't. I have this notification thing on my phone when I'm in the car, and I can't turn it off saying, you have a message from Jeff Dotseth while I'm driving. Oh, okay. And I can't turn it off. Well, as I'm driving from here to Forest Ranch on Saturday, I got my wife in the car. Yeah. And literally, how many messages do you think I got in that drive from, you have a message from Jeff Dotseth, Padre fangirl. Oh, yeah. And uh, midget Padre fan. That's how they're listed on my phone. Oh, my God. So funny. What Dude, day was this? This was Saturday morning. Dude. No Dude. more 6 a.m. texts from okay. that group. Dude, it was, it was 78. Is that right? 78 messages before I got from here to there. Yeah. That Rita was like ready to just fucking throw my phone right out the window. That's she right. couldn't it's take pretty it. Funny. She's like, oh my God. I'm sorry. So when you're famous. <laughs> so I'll talk about good. It's fucking Jeff. He started this shit. Not me. I just go along. Those two goofballs. But um, no, income taxes are coming up. If you haven't paid yours, but... Uh, for me, it's Do you have a an fun- appointment for yours. Uh, yeah, I got to make one. Okay. But thankfully, uh, my accountant's great. Knows I kind of wait till the last minute. This is when I found out a tax tip for you. What's that? I didn't realize when you pay your taxes next year, you can write that off your fee, what it costs to pay your getting your accountant. Oh, I'll remind Amanda yeah. in two weeks. There you go. Um, but it's a fun couple of weeks uh, because Thursday, Jack and I head to Arizona for spring training. We get back late Sunday night. And then the following weekend, we're at WrestleMania. Yeah. All kinds of shit going on for that. And the only way we're able to do it is borrow smart, repay smart. Car payments already been made. Yep. Insurance has already been paid. Yeah, I got insurance again. Everything's fine. 
It's all paid. Everything's squared away. And you still have that little cushion where you can go. But Dave, I got to tell you, emotionally, I'm not sure at this point I'm up for WrestleMania. We found out devastating news tonight. Oh, no. What happened? Right here in Eastlake. As you've known, as I've told you. Yeah. There's a strained relationship between 619 legend and future WWE Hall of Famer, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. And his son, Dominic, who grew up a yeah. three-minute walk from where we are <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, was a part of his house the other day. Yeah. So, uh, Dominic has called Ray out. Oh, boy. Wants to fight his father at WrestleMania. That's sad. Ray says, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that with my son. Tonight, Dom announced on live TV oh, no. that he's been kicked out of the family group chat. Oh, no. 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 He said, I don't care. The group chat that I have with my new friends is much better than my stupid family. That kid. Is there anybody you would pay for an autograph for? I mean, just athlete. Anybody. Michael Jordan, probably. Yeah. I told my son, Jack, I may actually pay for Dom Mysterio's <laughs> autograph. This kid is the funniest guy on TV every week. When he said tonight, I've been kicked out of the family chat. That's the funniest shit. That is funny. And my son, Jack, loved it. So, uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers with Dom Mysterio I like tonight. It. But, yeah, we're going to WrestleMania. Nice. So, I think, now they said they're in, if you're, if you're up for it, April 2nd. Sunday night, it would be the first Sunday of okay. the Padres season. I will be there. Yeah. But Fangirl and Erica said they'll come sit in and guest Perfect. host for me. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll talk Padre baseball for an hour. Yeah. Good deal. Want to mention Brian Curry. Again, Brian Curry is the best real estate agent we know, man. He knows the neighborhoods throughout San Diego County. He can help you find that perfect home. So many people you hear are saying, I'm making a run. I'm getting out of California. Well, if you're one of those people that's getting out of California and you want to get the most for your home, there's only one person to call. It's Brian Curry. Also, at the same time, if you're looking for that new house, they're available. Don't forget about Brian Curry. Help you find that house in the great neighborhood. Everything you need, whether it's a school district or a place that's your last home. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Two places you're not moving, Dave. You're yeah. not moving anywhere in Mission Valley by Fashion Valley. Because everything's flooded. Yeah. And with Dave's weather report, it's going to be raining for the next <laughs> three years. You're not moving there. And you're not moving anywhere on the 78. Yeah, Have you shit. seen that sinkhole? What happened in the 78 and the 5 up in L.A.? Man, Big sinkhole oh man. in L.A. off of Western. God, sinkhole on the 78. So just tell Brian Curry, yeah. look, I don't want to move where it's flooded, and I don't want to move where there's a mile-long sinkhole. Yeah. He'll say, all right, well, it's going to wipe out Vista and Mission Valley. Yeah. But then the whole city is wide open. Uh, so many questions to ask, and... Look, I was, I was talking to neighbors tonight about concerns even in our own neighborhood, plenty of which probably don't need to be shared on the podcast. No <laughs> ZHOA. Always. Ah, oh, fuck. you got a bunch of retired people that don't have any social skills anymore, so they're going to make the determination for everybody. Just right. get the fuck back in the house. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Hold up before you get in your car to go to work. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Go watch Power Slap, because that's what you got coming at 5 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> uh, but no, all the different things about a particular neighborhood, questions you may have. I mean, I had a neighbor tell me tonight, you know the biggest mistake I ever made? Moving in near a bridge, because of everything that takes place under the bridge. 
Oh, you really? never think about no. stuff like that. Nope. I might be a little overly dramatic, but I get it. I get their concerns. So anyways, the best things about the neighborhood, the worst things about the neighborhood, you'll know them all because Brian's done it for 30 years at the highest level. Absolutely. Speaking of 30 years at the highest level, Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor's your guy. Don't forget about the perfect pool. And look, it will warm up. I promise you. The sun yeah. will come out tomorrow, right? somebody once said. Taylor May Pools, man, they're standing by again. Taylor May Pools, the perfect pool for you. The dream pool. I'm telling you, there's no other business that does the way uh, Alan Taylor does it, man. Taylor May Pools, man, will come up with an idea that you can look at through the 3D design virtual tour before it is built. Ask about available financing at 619-449-4452. Cy Allen just the other day. 619-449-4452. So uh, yesterday, I was in L.A. Yep. End up at a place called Book Soup. Dave, you ever been in there? I haven't, but I've heard you talk about it. One of my favorite stores on Sunset, across from the old Tower Records. Yeah. Right down the street from where you and I went. You might remember this. We went to dinner. Yeah. It was you, me, Tanya Roberts, (laughs) and Kate Jackson. I couldn't even sit quiet. Yes. We went to Spago. Tanya Roberts. Had a great night. Book Soup. Okay, so I go in and I'm checking out. Yeah, and I see a book there, and I said, "Hey, can't help but notice this copy of the book is signed." Yeah, a couple of years ago, I got my ex Tom Hanks book signed. That's cool. Yeah, uh, about a year ago, I was in there. I got Stevie Van Zandt's book signed for my brother okay. for Christmas. This one, yeah. I said, well, let me see what they say. I might get this one for my own collection. I'm not really a biography reader. But I said, hey, I happen to notice that book is signed, and it says first edition. That's pretty cool. Is there any difference in price? Woman says, nope. Same price as all the ones that are not signed at any other bookstore. I said, well, that works for me. I'll take it. Yeah. It's signed. I checked. Signed by the author. Yeah. Who happens to be, Dave, the celebrity pool of the day. We all know her. We love her. You want to take any guesses? I'm Lisa Ann. I don't know. Who? Who just wrote a book? Celebrity. One of your all-time favorites. Maybe your all-time favorite. Fuck, dude. I don't know. Who? Friends with Nicole Eggert. Alyssa Milano? <laughs> no, dude. You're going you're gonna to cry and probably. Pam Anderson. Yes. No way. Yeah. That's cool. How you like that? There you go. You didn't want to be all creepy and start smelling the book. Can you imagine I'm in book soup? Oh, yeah, I'll take it. Dude, They're like, good out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's what I would have done. <laughs> I would have smelled it. Ooh, I can't smell this too. Except myself. So an autographed Pam Anderson book was the same as if it wasn't autographed. Yeah, how about that? That is crazy. Yeah. No, our celebrity pull. How do you like this, Amy? How do you like this, Amy? <laughs> Pam Anderson. I like that one. That's a good one. As a... Uh, did you see Kimmel on the Oscars? I did. It was outstanding. When he said Tom Cruise playing the, <laughs> playing with his shirt off, and he said L. Ron Hubba Hubba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. So, yeah, uh, Pam Anderson, Celebrity Pool. And just keep calling until Amy says no more. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. I asked her that the other day when I saw her on Thursday. Yeah. I go, what do you think when Jeff says, I don't care what Amy says, you're going to do it anyway? She just shook her head at me. 
She didn't say no. She, didn't she say, loves it. She, I think she loves it. Because she knows. She, I, she says she's like in one room and Alan's in the other room and it's playing. Yeah. And she just hears it and just fucking just looks over. Because <laughs> she knows we love her. Yeah. We love yeah. Al, but she, come on, Al. We know who's running the show over there. <laughs> we love that crazy kid. All right, Em, I'm sorry. You just tell, you just call her and tell her I signed off on it. Oh, my gosh. How about that Pam Anderson pool? That's crazy. There we'll you move go. a few of those. Yes, you sure will. Sure I should have will. brought the book in. It's in my car. Yeah, I want to see it now. Yeah. I won't smell it, I promise you. <laughs> Can't speak for me. <laughs> Kyle Fluke is your guy when it comes to websites, building websites, fixing websites. He's the guy that can help make things a lot easier for you. So many people mention the word website to me all the time. I'm sure you get that all the time, too. And Jeff's right. He always says, does website work? Is it helpful? Is it benefit what you're trying to do? And man, when they are messed up and they don't keep up with the times, you notice immediately websites that are outdated. Kyle Fluger is your guy to get you on track. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. So important to have a website that works today. Just kind of going through. I got a buddy of mine at work. We were talking about random hockey players, yeah. and I went on uh, eBay because a guy that played for the Kings was deemed the most average player in the NHL. Yeah. And the hockey news called this in, like, 1990. And a guy I work with go, I mentioned the particular player. I go, hey, remember this guy? He goes, yeah, that's the guy the hockey news said was the most average. I was like, what? We looked it up. Well, I found it, and I ordered it. And it was shipped today. But if you remember, Dave, like sporting news, hockey news, they were like the newspaper yeah. print. But then in the back, they had all these crazy want ads. And you could buy all this weird yeah, shit. I remember. The black box. Yeah. Remember, that's where you could always buy the black box was yeah. in the back of sporting news. Yeah. yeah, all the channels. But in the back of the hockey news, they had a handful of books uh, one from a former NHL referee I had never heard of. One from an NHL player. He gets called up to the, the NHL. Okay. His father goes into a bar to watch the game. They won't put the game on. The father pulls a gun on people in the bar. There ends up being a shootout and dad gets killed. Jesus. On the night the kid makes his NHL debut. All these different books I never heard of. Going to website, was able to find them, order them. I got like four books for like 20 bucks. But it's all because e-commerce works. So uh, not saying that that would necessarily, somebody's going to find the back of the hockey news yeah, and find themselves on your site. But guess what? Tell them, Boltman, never knew. <laughs> it's exactly right. You never fucking know. It's the first thing right you've said all day. So yeah, give Flukes a call and see what happens. Tissue. That's even what it means, you little fuck. The best part of this impression. Every time Jeff talks to Boltman, he looks to his left. He's like he's sitting right there. The best, best thing you've said all day, you little fuck, and you're looking to your left. We should get him. I can't. I'd lose my shit on that guy. He's afraid of you, dude. I would absolutely you exposed lose him. him, man. When we were on the radio, he, he fucking he's afraid of your ass. I guarantee. I'd it. lose me. He my hates sh- your guts. I hate him. So fucking stupid. <laughs> so stupid as fucking. <laughs> the best <thing> you said. 
you all night, you little fuck, and you're all like to your left, screaming at him. <laughs> He's be right there. Teddy. Yeah, yeah, we're bringing Teddy Giannola's in. Oh my uh, god, that's funny. <clears throat> all right, let, let me do the announcement because I told you Kyle Fluger's been busy as shit, and he has been. Yeah. So here you go. This is this is kind of a crazy story. So in uh, 2020, during the pandemic, Josh and I started this podcast deal called JP25 Media. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea was to basically own other podcasts, okay? Not to exactly be on them, but to own them. And so we have a few shows on there. If you check out the website that Kyle uh, put together for us back in 2020, we have cooking shows on there. We have shows for younger people. We have different things that we've added on. And so it was one of those things that we were just saying, hey, it's something to do, and, and hopefully we can own more podcasts because we believe podcasting is the way of the future. Well, Nicole Eggert, our friend in, yeah. in January, put on Facebook, hey, I'm thinking of doing a podcast. Um, what do you think? And a million people responded to Nicole. And so I contacted her. I said, hey, I go, if you're serious about doing a podcast, I'd be interested in owning your podcast. And putting it on the JP25. And she said, a lot of people have already reached out to me. And I said, if you could give us a, a, a few minutes, Josh and I would like to present what we could do for you. And so we scheduled a meeting in January. We went up right there, met in Hollywood. Um, and it was weird, Jeff. I'm sitting there right across the table, like where you yeah. are right now, talking to Nicole Eggert. Like I've waited 35 years to talk to her. Like There that. you go. And it was nuts. We were up there for a couple hours, hit it off great. She didn't say no. We weren't sure if she was going to commit to it because she had other offers. And then she called us, said, hey, I'm going to give you guys the show. Nice. So she gave us the show. The show, Kyle Fluger's been building her site. It's all done. You can go to perfectlytwistedpod.com um, and you go see Nicole Eckert. Dude, and so, great. and Kyle's been working with her, working his ass off with her. Nice. Artwork, pictures, everything else. And she starts up this week. Oh, no kidding. And yeah, she's going to start up this week. And so she's never done anything like this. And I said, do you yeah. want to bring somebody on as far as, you know, co-host, whatever? Because I go, I sit here with Jeff. Like, it, it's, yeah. I can never, even though you and I have been doing this for 25 years, I couldn't just sit here at the table, turn this mic on and start talking. Right. It's bizarre. You and I had a good friend that ran ESPN that said, anyone that does a solo show is a psychopath. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. And he, he was right. He was right. Because if you went into a bar, if you think about it, and you just started talking to yourself, they'd throw you right the fuck out. They this should. Guy's, this guy's insane. Yeah. I had no desire to ever do a solo show. You never did no. a solo show where you said, this is what I want to do. I You've had, had to do, to do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to do them, but no, they're no but fun. It's no fun. And some no. people that do it, like Colin Coward or whatever else, they still bounce things off of people. Yeah. So I said, do you want to line someone up in there and she was kind of confused by what what i was saying because she's never done it before everything's a script you know Baywatch is a script oh, charles yeah. charges a script so i said this is your show your name's on it you're gonna shine and she said um will you sit there with me on so i'll be in san diego she'll be in la okay but i said i'll just be there it's gonna yeah. be her show but if she runs into a stall point boom she'll throw something else at me so she says to me how up-to-date are you on Housewives of Miami? Oh, boy. And I'm like, I'm not. Believe it or not, I'm not, because you have to have it through Peacock. And I don't know about Peacock's uh, subscription. So, yeah, I, fucking I've been watching Housewives of Miami like a maniac the last week <laughs> trying to catch up. Anyway, she's going to start off. It's going to be all her, and it's going to be her show. She'll open it up, and then she'll uh, – I, I stepped in it. I got to tell you what I stepped in it. And then she's going to hopefully interview someone, like you said, a Pam Anderson, a David yeah. Hasselhoff. 
and then hopefully get into more mainstream what's going on now. But she talks about being an actor f- since age five, dude, not going to story. school. About her parents had her own; she had her be in her own apartment, living by herself when she was a teenager. Jesus you know Christ. the Scott Bayo stuff, everything else, and then hopefully yeah. it rounds up. But she'll it'll be hers. She's going to run with it. Nice. And so, uh, yeah, good for her. So uh, yeah. super, super excited for her that she's doing it. She seems excited by it. So as I was selling her on the show, yeah, I got Josh. Josh is like sitting uh, uh, in the corner. She's she's across the table. Where you are, and I'm I'm sitting. We're outside at this coffee shop again. And I said, so look, here's the idea. You just come on every day. You do a little bit of a monologue. What's happening to Cole this week? She's going to do one fifty two shows a year, one show a week. Okay. And I said, you're just going to start talking like like Wendy Williams. And man, she looked at me like, what the fuck? Oh boy. And she literally said, what the fuck? Yeah. Wendy Williams, you're looking at me and saying, Wendy Williams, she's pissed. Yeah. Josh she's just doing. goes, what the fuck? He starts yelling yeah. at me too. And I go, I don't know why I pulled out Wendy Williams. And the only thing I thought of in my mind, when you and I would do the show at 1360, yeah. fucking Herm. Remember kind of uh, watching Wendy Williams? And I threw Wendy Williams at, did she get so nice. offended and so pissed at me? I, 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 I'd never been yeah. more embarrassed. Yeah. Oh, you'll find a way. To oh, I know. That. So we get yeah. in the car, drive home. Josh just looks at me. Fucking Wendy Williams just yeah. fucking looks at me like, are you an idiot? Jesus Christ. I know, yeah, I know. I just you told go. you. There you go. Good See? work. <laughs> Good work. Good fucking work. <laughs> Jesus. What a dope. Waited 35 years to talk to this girl, and I yeah. drop a Wendy Williams line. That didn't go well. At least you don't have to bring flowers every show. Oh, my God. She asked me. She goes, will you tell that story on the show? I go, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Your fucking show. It's yeah. embarrassing as hell. When we told the Tony Fernandez story, too. Yeah, do that it. one, too. All right, here we go. Here we go. How okay. old are they and how much are they worth? They're going to March 20th. Okay. Spike Lee. Oh, shit. 66. Exactly right. Hey! Damn it. How did he get that? Uh, 300 million. Dude, okay, here's one I was throwing off on. I would have guessed what you just said. It says $60 million. No way. He has to have more money than Dude, that, he right? he owned all those. He owned no every way. one of these fucking movies. At least 300. Right? Yeah. All right, here we go. You're a hockey guy. Bobby Orr. Dude, uh, I have a signed book from Bobby Orr. Okay. My friend Joe for my birthday a couple of years ago. Oh, cool. Dan got me Gordy Howe's book signed, yeah. which is incredible. And Joe uh, Joe Carlo got me uh, right after she beat me in bubble hockey. <laughs> so she goes, hey. Did she good- rub that in consistently on you? All the time. I know you haven't forgotten it. All the time. Uh, Go back this year and fucking redeem yourself. Dude, I had so many things wrong. Yeah, Jesus. I'm there in a month. Um, Come on, you can do this, dude. Stand up. I know, fuck. Uh, Champions stand up when others don't get up or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Champions stand up when others stay. I might just stay down. <laughs> but she goes uh, a couple years back. Yeah. Package shows up and it's a signed personalized book from Bobby Art. I lose oh, that's my cool. shit. That's really cool. She goes, Yeah, I got it, but I told him. Did you write to Jeff? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she goes, But, uh, you know, he does stuff with our company. Yeah. So she goes, Yeah, tell him, uh, you kind of fucking blew it in bubble hockey. <laughs> I was like, You told Bobby Orr? You suck. Eh. It's embarrassing. You, you want the book? Jesus. I go, Yeah, that's all right. It's a price of pay. I think Bobby, dude, let's see. I'm going to say Bobby is 78. 75. Okay. I thought you, this is one I thought you'd get. Okay. Dude, uh, I don't think it's huge. It's not because you got to think when he played. I'll say uh, $24 million. $5 million, it says. Yeah, that's probably better, yeah. too. 
Yeah, he he's pretty successful in life. It's funny. My uh, neighbor's a huge Bruins fan. Oh, and what a funny. player. Anyone you ever talk to who is a Bruins fan will tell you Bobby Orr is the greatest of all time. They don't hear Gretzky. They don't hear any of that bullshit. Gretzky will tell you Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr and yeah. Gordie Howe. Yeah. I mean, That's knee injuries just devastated him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Orr was incredible. There's always that great picture of Bobby Orr, too. The yeah. classic picture. Yeah. All right, here we go. The last one, and this one to me I found fascinating. Okay. It's Baron Trump. Oh, shit. That's interesting. Dude, that kid. He's the youngest of the Trump sons, or Trump kids. Is he 18 today? 17. 17. Uh, I don't know what his, I'll say uh, 22 million. Okay, it says $80 million. All right. Okay. Here's the, to me, the fascinating part. How mm-hmm. tall do you think Baron Trump is? That's uh, funny. I only remember him as a little kid, so I'll say 6'1". Then I had to look it up. He's 6'7". No way! He's six seven, dude. Wow. Yeah, he's six seven. He looks dorky as fuck. Oh, like man. he's not athletic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his mom's smoking hot, but yeah. yeah, he's he's not. Dude, man, I I you could say, I mean, parents are always open season, but man, taking a shot at and not saying you did, but no, I'm just saying kids. I kinda did. Kid, I kinda did. Kids are always off the table. Yeah, I agree with you. Should always be off the table. Yeah, but I kinda did. I admit it. Uh, nice, classy. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, probably just sitting in this fucking garage. <laughs> I, me too. I'm right here. Sitting here talking about you, Darvish's third <laughs> extension. <laughs> He's 43 in the extension of 48. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, fuck. I don't know. That's funny. All right. What news source do you trust? Oh, that is good. That is good. Um, that's pretty fucking funny. You know, I don't know if I have any that I would say, oh, I really trust it. I did want to watch tonight. TMZ had on Fox tonight about the fifth plane on 9-11. Oh, really? That is special. So, that's right up your alley. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of watch everybody. And I mean, I literally watch I everybody. But how many do you, are you able to sit there and, and separate in your head and go, that's uh, bullshit. Like, like there are stations even in town now yeah. that have an agenda. I mean, we know, you know, yeah. I worked at a news station. We know people that work at news yeah. stations that will tell you there's an agenda and it's all basically a result of advertising dollars. Man, no offense to any of these guys. Cause we got friends at all of them, Yeah, but I really haven't seen, I haven't seen eight. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched channel eight the other day. There are three people I'd never seen before. I was yeah. like, what? Um, I don't trust local news when on a national level. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just it's just rip and read though. They're still, I mean, if you watch, everybody's reading the same AP copy but over going, and over. But like, there's certain there's certain stations where people that work there will tell you we're going for this dollar. Like, where these yeah. are certain companies we're going for it, so we need to stay on this political side. Yeah, I haven't seen eight, <laughs> ten, or seven yeah. in months. Every now and then, I kind of fall into Fox Five at night. Yeah, Kathleen does a great job. She does a great job. Um, Chiquetto's scheduled to be in here in a couple of oh, weeks. Yeah, so I'm right. looking forward Better to bring that. Carlo back. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, I don't. I don't. I mean, there's nobody. I think Dave. The bigger question would be, who do I completely distrust? Right. Yeah. And is it that is, it, is it is it Fox News now that they've been busted? Yeah. With all the text messages. Yeah. I mean, you you always kind of knew. You always kind of knew that those, that channel was. For entertainment purposes. Well, right. But well, I mean, dude, you've, been, you've worked in a news station. You understand. Yeah. 
I but think I mean, a lot of people, most people don't. But I mean, CNN, I mean, Don Lemon. Ah, okay. I'm going to take that fucking nitwit as a reliable source. So, but, okay. So for me, I will tell you, I think the news people that I trust, it's the same ones I trusted when I was a little kid watching with my dad. Yeah. The major ones, ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be fine. Yeah. The national news. Yeah. Yeah. Those three. Yeah. I think you, I think you're fine there. That's yeah. That's where I honestly, when it all comes down to it, who, who are the three? I don't see him, but I think it's David Muir. Yeah. Lester Holt. Yeah. And Nora O'Donnell. Yeah. David Muir is an interesting guy. Like his whole life. He wanted to be where he is now. That was his dream. Cool. The one show I love, I record it every week is CBS Sunday morning. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Any of those, I think, yeah, I'm fine with the guys you just said. Um, okay. When you become a grandfather one day, Oh, that's funny. What will your grandchildren ask you most about? Hopefully their dads. Cause I'll have plenty of they stories, will. real and false. Will. Yeah. What was my dad like hundred percent? Oh yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. I, I could do that. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. I think that that's what, that seems normal, right? Yeah. Tell me about my parents. Oh yeah. It'll be great. You can't wait. And they're both. You've been, you've, been, you've been taking notes for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I got plenty of stories on both of them. That'd be funny, man. Those would be good days. What about you? Uh, same thing. I had the same exact answer. That was my guess. What old person things do you do right now? That's pretty funny. I like that. I wish they were here. They would, uh, they'd have good answers for that. I don't know, man. I, though, like, I asked you this question because you reordered the newspaper. Oh, there's a you good know one. What I mean? Yeah. Like that, most people don't get the newspaper anymore. Yeah. That's a good one, but I, I love it. I do it during baseball season. Yeah. After that, it's gone, but it's just the hard copy of the paper day after day after the games is yeah. really fun. Um, oh yeah. That's probably number one. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think my kids would say this probably like I was doing here with Boltman tonight, <laughs> which is funny. Cause I know I do it. Over again. Yeah. yeah. And, and when I hear this shit, like it just makes me laugh all of it. Cause I know. He's like, give him a head nod. Like, Boltman tonight, like, yeah. give him a head nod. Like, he's looking right at you. What a weirdo. Um, when we're, if we're playing Madden. Yeah. Did you ever do this when you were playing Madden with your boys? I, like, if I move the controller. Like, if I got to move my guy out of bounds. Oh, you move it like, like you're controlling. Like, yeah. They're like, they what are you mad? doing? Like, you're driving, right? Like, it's going <laughs> here, here, here. And, uh. I don't know, man. I get called out for shit all the time. Do your kids call you old? Like, will they say you don't get it? Like, do they pull that line on you? They don't get... It's not that I don't get it, but they'll just call me out on shit that I yeah. do. And I just think it's great. I just laugh my ass off. I don't care. That I get so called funny. out on shit at work. <laughs> really? Yeah, but it's just... It's funny yeah. shit. Like, if dude, if you're that much of a dick or yeah. you can't laugh at that shit... I'm with you. Um, I Yeah, I mean... We had a guy, I told you, we had a guy on my team that called in sick, and it was absolutely the scene from The Office yeah. where Dwight and Michael started going through WebMD. That is and, funny and two other team members called me on it. And I was like, you're exactly right. That's me. Uh, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah. I don't care. My wife's the same way, just like you when it comes to that. Uh, she gets really frustrated. If somebody calls in sick, it's time to get a yeah. couple secretaries on it. Yeah. Find any pictures of tomorrow on social media. Yeah. Where they had Disneyland. She does the same shit. Start checking. I can't be that. If I got that paranoid, I can't. I uh, can't trust you. And she's not even the one paying the bills. 
She works yeah. with tax dollars. She works with state dollars. She yeah, just no, doesn't want you to rip it, rip off the state. I don't get that paranoid. I got Jimmy Hughes to do that for me. He's great. <laughs> um, but I, no, I don't want to be that paranoid. Yeah. But yeah. Just, what are you doing? Um, you know what? I don't know. I told you, man. I've My big thing is I need to leave the house more for stuff that I yeah. don't have to do. It's not a matter of like gas. I don't go anywhere because of gas. I don't. I never think about that shit like that. The other day, I said we ran around, did the thing up in Forest Ranch or wherever we were, then went out and got pizza, and we we actually made a day of it. Usually, yeah. I don't have a lot of time where we do days. I was using an excuse for I got to do this, got to do that, but ran ran around. It's um, I realize it's not fair to to Rita. To be honest with you, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's there's a, there's there's a country song saying that. You know, when you marry her, still still pretend like you're trying to get her. Yeah, I think that's true. Tell me when we're at the last. I got a great story about yesterday. This that is I the last question. Okay. How do you judge a person? I judge them pretty quick. I really do. I judge what them pretty quick. What qualities are you looking for? Is what I'm saying. Uh, straight shooter. Are you? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think I like people and I think uh, friends that we have. I like the friends that make you better. Right, yeah, that's, like that's the a good way to that, live in life. Yeah, What's friends the saying, that challenge you. Show me your your five closest friends, and they'll tell you who you are. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's it. What about for you? Yeah, I tell you, man, the times that have been so different seems like in the last five years or so. I look for people honestly yeah. who don't put themselves first. I, does that make any sense? That's why yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of, of moms. Yeah, and it's not not in a perverted way. I'm a big fan of guys like the Hoach, who's just a great dad. I'm yeah. a fan of yours. You're a great dad. And I, I just think anyone that that puts time into I think making kids' lives better or can see from a three sixty view when someone is struggling or their thoughts and it's not always them first and everyone else's thoughts aren't important. Yeah. Now I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for uh, I think uh, kindness and s- sympathetic people. It's uh, it's a perfect way to end because four years ago today I lost Erica. Yeah. I lost Erica Lee, who a lot of you met at our event who I wrote today was the kind of friend that we all think we are, but very few actually are. Yes. And she was the kind of friend that was so absolutely committed to making sure that you knew you were the best yeah, and that she wanted you to be the best she could be. And I shared this story because she was committed. She was very driven to promote the idea of women in sports and she also loved being involved with kids like the junior NBA, junior tennis. She was very involved in a lot of these different things. And so the story that I wrote that I was thinking about her today was I said, hey, um, the Hockey Hall of Fame is hosting an event for women in sports. And she said 100% sincere, did you let them know you'll host it? I remember this. And I said, what? No. <laughs> and she said, uh, well, why not? Why not, you psychopath? And I said, well, that's not really how it works. And she said, well, let's hang up and call them and see what they tell you. And I'm, I said, I know exactly what they're going to tell me. They're going to tell me kick rocks. Yeah, you psychopath. And her voice gets kind of soft. And she said, well, you should at least ask. Yeah. You should check. And I said, okay. I'll call and I'll offer. What's your opening line? I said, I'll offer to host that and the Hockey Hall of Fame event. Hey, when's that? I go, I'm not hosting either one. 
And she couldn't believe it. But Dave, that at that time in my life, the divorce had just yeah. gone through. I'm away from my kids. I'm so fucking mentally broken. And she and I would have like four of these conversations a day. And yeah. every one of these conversations, it wasn't bullshit. She yeah. was saying, you should host that event and they would love to have you. And if I let her call the Hall of Fame, she would have, she would have tried to get you. I would have hosted it. Yeah. You could have hosted the Oscars. Right. In her mind, right. And, and so I've never had anybody believe in me like she did. And then she got into a situation and we watched everything change. And so it's why I always say check in on a friend. I tell you all the time to check in on a friend. But I will tell you, her situation was different. I had talked to her on the 18th. We lost her on the 20th. And listen, man, this is the devastating thing because we're incredibly candid on this show. Yeah. If you've seen her and you see the pictures that I post, you can see she is a beautiful girl. Yeah. Gorgeous. But what the pictures don't tell you in two dimension is the energy that she brought. She looked you in the eye. That's the one thing, Dave, I probably try to do more now than I ever did is when people talk, I try to look you in the eye as much as I can because that's what Erica did. And I always was like, well, that's pretty cool. But what's devastating from a suicide standpoint is when people pass away from old age and you kind of know and it's heartbreaking and then you go you say man we lost them and it hurts and you grieve and and it stings right yeah. i mean we've just had people that we've lost recently famous people and you go man that that really hurts yeah when you have people die unexpectedly it hurts because there could be that void uh, you didn't get a chance to say goodbye. There's a lot of different things that happened, but you know that the person that died unexpectedly didn't plan it. They they did not plan it. One thirty in the afternoon, four years ago today, Erica has lunch with somebody who's become a very close friend of mine, and it's her cousin Pam. Yeah. They're talking and conversing, and Erica says, okay, I love you, I'll see you. She gets in her car and drives away. Pam said, that's the last time I saw her. My friend Pam deals with the challenge of, did I do enough? Did I, I saw the signs that we were kind of losing her. Did I do enough? She went, she talked to family at 5.30 in the afternoon. And then at seven o'clock at night, she parked her car. Her uncle owned a restaurant uh, in downtown Chinatown. She parked her car. She put a note that said, don't tow the car. Uh, the battery's dead. The battery was fine. She put her purse and her cell phone under the seat. She got out. She walked, which is probably about seven blocks. But in the process, she took a $100 bill with her Kaiser card and her driver's license, and she put it in the front pocket of her yoga pants. I'll tell you why in a second. And she walked and she goes through a homeless encampment. But this is the part that I don't really talk about. But this is why when I post shit and I talk about her, this is the thing. Because the person that sat across from me told me every day I believed in me, told me every day that I could host the Hockey Hall of Fame event, did not go home and take pills, right? Did not. Do what Junior did and take a gun or do whatever other way she did it or other people do it. 
She died in probably the most gruesome way I can think. Yeah. And she jumped from the 101 bridge into traffic. And this gorgeous, beautiful soul who carried so much guilt for, you know, situations that were going on, uh, elected to do that to herself. And I think about the people that were there. I think about, (laughs) you know, right? You don't have to go too far down the path. Yeah, no kidding. I thought about the same thing. But it's, for me, uh, that's incredibly hard to deal with. Just curious. Have you ever, mm-hmm. have you ever read, like, was there ever a news story on it? They don't write news stories because they don't want to publicize suicides. Yeah, no, I understand they, they that. They don't want I mean, to do it. But, so nothing was ever written. Um, I've been on that bridge. I've walked out. No, walk. Eric, I'm, I'm surprised. That's how she did it. And, and so... And the problem is, too... Because she always doesn't want to inconvenience other people. Correct. She, and that's yeah. why the $100 bill and the Kaiser card and the driver's license went in. Because she knew this could kill me, but if it doesn't, I want people to know who I am and the $100 bill will cover my deductible at Kaiser. 100% true. And that's yeah. who she was, Dave, and you knew her. But when you've been so mentally broken in your life, and a lot of us have been there, and you just have one person who every day three or four times a day tells you you matter i love you you got this and they slowly put you back together and then at the end when they elect to do that and you're not given the same opportunity i I, i've said it for the entire time we've talked about it i do not suffer from white horse dilemma i know you can't just write in and save the day but if you know what that feels like to think when I've been there, and I couldn't do it yesterday, I just couldn't, but I've walked that walk and I've stood on that bridge. Dave, there is no fucking way. That could be a pool. That could be the big, you know, stuntman pad. I couldn't do it. And to think my friend told her family at 1.30 in the afternoon, hey, I'll see you later. Parked the car, walked eight blocks, walked by a Starbucks not that particular one, but so many Starbucks where she and I had sat and laughed and done different things and still made the decision to climb over a wall and jump into moving traffic in LA and take her own life. Man, you can't, you just can't get over it. You just can't manage it. And so there are two people that may hear this tonight that I texted yesterday. And I said, I'm thinking about you today. Because you and I have had conversations where it may not have been that manner, but you were close to saying, I'm out. You got to the fork in the road, and so far you've gone right when Erica elected to go left. And that's why I say check in on a friend, because fuck, man, I could not save her. We tried everything we could, and that decision, and I got it as much as my heart breaks tonight and every day because I miss her and love her every day. But for those of you that get there, just please know what it feels like today and every other day. It fucking sucks. So, Erica, fuck, man. We can't say it enough. We love you on this show. We'll always remember you. But for the rest of you, please check in on a friend. And for those of you that need to be checked in on, just know we love you. All right. We'll be back tomorrow.
together, let's have a ball let's talk about things not to be reached End it all with the smoke on the beach Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk the rock a couple of times Who could have Back screen door, I laugh so hard I'm a little boy. 